because I love doing battle double battles and shit. Not against people, of course, because people are sadistic and know how to make a team. And I'm like, yeah, my brother in Christ, this is a Pokemon game. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we got our, our good friend Pin Pin the beautiful penguin. Mm-hmm. Pin Welcome to Manfa Manfalkers, um, where we talk about Pokemon and anime. For the next month, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, while I sat there listening to you guys talk about, you know, Pokemon and all those different things, and, you know, last year we did Noir Vember, and I was thinking, oh, this would be a nice modern Noir where, like, somebody's killing all these Pokemon guys who are, like, into all this stuff, but, like, there's some kind of Willy Wonka-esque type Pokemon that nobody knows except for this killer. and Mr. Mime. Yeah, I, I don't know. It is, I, I just present felt- you Exhibit A, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the same thing. And they're making another one. Well, I mean, that's the game. Are they making another movie? No, another game. Okay. Did yeah, you ever watch the Ryan Switch. Reynolds movie, Junior, with Detective Pikachu? I think he did. Yeah, I thought I watched right. it with Josh. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, It was good. For uh, uh, I mean, I don't know a lot about Pokemon, so I mean, you know, that would be y'all's realm. But you know, I, I enjoyed it. Good, good, solid Ryan Reynolds movie. So, what have you guys been up to besides watching anime? Obviously. Mm. Well, for me, because I was, you know, I was traveling this week, and I missed a few things, and some friends are, are upset at me because I didn't get to play um, the last night of Call of Duty, the map that, you know, sunset it. And it was so odd because that happened. Traveling. Obviously, we start, we're start. we starting... What do we call this again, Zach? You're the, I always got to ask you, what is this month called? I think we're calling it Novanime, but I don't know. Neon, neon, ne- neon November. I don't know. <laughs> mm, neon November. Well, some reason I kept thinking Anovember or Animo... I don't even... Anime Vember? No, that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, we'll, we'll sketch it out. But uh, obviously watching Evangelion. And then, so Friday night, I listened to our most recent episode that uh, posted. And I was like, what the fuck? Here we go again. The zeitgeist under Silver Lake. It was literally the episode where Josh introduced that I had watched the Evangelion series. And in the beginning episode, I talked about my buddies. I went and played Call of Duty and that it was about the sunset and I hadn't played in nine months. And here we are this week. I am being held in low esteem because I didn't play the last night of it. And even in that episode, I even said, yeah, y'all were talking. I was talking about buying a new Xbox, but I'll put it on the list like the TV I keep putting off, which I actually bought a TV Friday morning. (laughs) So... So it was just like, wait, what the fuck? How is, is my life just attached to every episode of the podcast now? Like, obviously, if you look under a rock, you're going to find something, right? But it just it just always feels too too coincidental for all the shit to, like, line up a lot of times. So I was just like, well, I'm in the Silver Lake, I guess. I don't know. Should I buy some stocks or make some bets? Uh, I right. Don't know. I mean, it's like reality isn't real. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well, the closer we get to the singularity, the more things get fucky. Well, what have you been up to this week? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, just been 
really laying into Pokemon. Um, aside from that, not too much. Reading a few books. I read um, Over Rock Under Stone. It's like a young adult kind of like um, what's it? Chronicles of Narnia type, except it's like set in England during the seventies, and it's about like the Arthurian legend type thing. It's, it was fun. Okay. Nice. And then I also started listening to The Magician's Nephew again. Or, you know, reading it again, essentially. But on about. audiobook? Yeah. I do that. I have a lot of books that I've read that I buy on audiobook. Just, I don't know, just so if I want to go back to the story, I don't have to do all the hard work of reading. Someone can just read it to me. Exactly. Did you ever finish? Did y'all ever finish? Uh, <clears throat> what do you call that series? Chronicles of Narnia? Like, ever? I think I read up to uh, The Horse and His Boy. I feel like I what was did. After horse and his boy. Isn't there Prince Caspian? Let's look it up. Damn it! Now I'm just gonna. Let's look it up. Yeah, I mean, I we thought... have technology at our fingers, but we just try to be like boomers, like me, yeah, and just try to remember everything and miss. Horse and his boy was like the third book, I think. Uh, so, like Prince Caspian's like the fourth. It says second here. Like, that's not right. So, Lion Witch and the Wardrobe. I'm, I'm yeah, Lion Witch well, this is publication is like history. So yeah, because wouldn't it be the magician's nephews first? The Lion first, Witch in the Wardrobe yeah. was written first. Then it was Prince Caspian in fifty one, Voyage of the Dawn Treader in fifty two, Silver Chair in fifty three, Horseman's Boy fifty four, Magician's Nephew in fifty five, and the Last Battle in nineteen fifty six. But the reading so order is magician's Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Is magician's it? Nephew is should be first because that's. What kicked it all off? It's the Genesis. Yeah, that's the Genesis. I mean, this is what Wikipedia says, and people would be assholes if, about it on Wikipedia <laughs> if they were wrong. So, yeah, Lion Witch and the Wardrobe is first. That way. Horses Boy is yeah. five. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm looking at another just webpage one. It says narniaweb.com. It says the magician, chronological order, the right, magician's you just got a nephew. Virus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just it just shows the magician's nephew first, and then it goes through the Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, the Horse and His Boy, Chris Caspian, the Voyage of Don Treader, the Silver Chair, and the Last Battle. Which I I did I do think I read all of these books. Now it's been so long. Uh, I haven't finished the last two. So though, there's because I remember Voyage of the Don Treader. Was the okay, so now they have the reading order right. I'm seeing it, and then it has the internal chronology where Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is in 1940. So I think it's to read it in this order based on how it was published is what they're going for but right no no yeah for sure the magician nephew was i know he's a precursor takes place right before yeah yeah because it's earth 1900 where lionwood wardrobe is earth 1940 because despite what some people might say here of me you know because i'm a boomer i wasn't around when these were published initially so um i read it the precursor first um, when did that one come out then? How far after the Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe did that one? Uh, it came out like six books later. I'm guessing it came out six books later as uh, an important piece for the last battle, the last book. Mm. It's probably like him trying to tie up loose ends or something, if I was to assume. So, 
No, that's just well, making an educated guess. Call me pulled a Star Wars on, on right <laughs> prequels on books. Yeah, just like I'm gonna write backwards real quick. He can, bro. He's the author and finisher of their faith, bro, of the Narnia faith. Right, writing an allegory for Jesus and a lion. That's not Jesus, bro. I said an allegory for Jesus. He's not an alligator, dude. <laughs> he's not Alec Wonkin or what is he? He's not Alec an alligator, Wonkin? Jesus, Josh. He's a lion, Jesus. What are you doing? Well, I, I will say touchdown, Jesus did not help me out yesterday in the Notre Dame game, but whatever, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. Never heard of touchdown, man, Jesus. Balls, bro. No, is touchdown, Jesus. Is that like a player? No, it's a. Uh, it's just a thing at Notre Dame University. There's a touchdown Jesus. Um, mm. let's, let me let me look it up so I can probably f- maybe like more a, fully explain. Is that like a, a spiritual uh, god that they have, like their own mythos, like uh, we saw in these movies? Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's it's basically there's a there's a mural of Jesus that you can kind of see from the stadium. So it's touchdown Jesus. Like you kind of were saying, once once you're in, once you create your own little universe, bro, you can make any doctrine you want. That's true. What about you, Josh? What have you been up to? Um, Not much. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII ever, because I never played Final Fantasy VII before. On PS1? Yeah. Well, Rebirth is coming out soon. Well, yeah. soon relatively. Rebirth, You got to play those I'll games. They're, they're pretty nice. Like, obviously, it's not as good as the original, but it they're fun and they're good. It's a good story. I'm pretty sure they are better than the original because the original has terrible translation. So I've been playing that and sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. I think I took a picture of one of the the thing. It was like, so I think Aerith was like saying, oh, this person's not fit. is not good. But it's just like, Oh, this guy aren't feeling good or some shit. I was like, "What the fuck am I looking?" At? <laughs> nice, but yeah. And then playing Metal Gear Solid uh, Four, trying to beat that because I never beat that one. But well, when all else yeah, fails, just... you can always beat your meat. You know that that always sat weird with me at the end of the series with him like J O and in front of like. <laughs> What's her name? It's not, I always say Ahsoka. Asuka. Asuka. Akuza. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that that is just a little little nod to the audience being perverts, dude. Like, we would get it. Like, obviously, it's like um, when you're a kid and you're horny, you do fucked up shit sometimes. So I, I enjoyed that little, little piece of cinematic history or anime history. Which also, I mean, obviously... I think the only person that probably was working through more shit than the creator of <clears throat> Avon Galeon is, is Lars von Trier. But uh, I, I do feel like uh, masturbation and depression can go hand in hand sometimes with certain certain people. So there's that aspect Prystrubating. too. And uh, no pun with the hand in hand, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No puns. No puns. I'm I might be a boomer, but I'm not that boomerish. For listeners, for anybody that hasn't engaged in Neon Genesis Evangelion, it's a series that is very popular. Had an anime in the nineties and throughout the years has had many 
different like adaptations, games, etc., and has a very rich lore. This week, we basically decided to watch the first half of the Rebuild series, and Junior has already watched the anime series. So now we're going to discuss. If you haven't watched any of it, I recommend watching the anime series. It's on Netflix currently, at least as of recording. Let's get into it. So yeah, I mean, watching the series... I mean, first, when I initially started watching it, I really enjoyed it as far... Well, I mean, like, it, it resonated with me because, you know, I'm a kid that grew up on Voltron, right? So uh, it had that aspect of it initially. And and then, yeah, there there's, like, these existential questions, the layering in of Christianity as the, you know, basis of, like, their plan, the apocryphal scrolls, all of that are very intriguing. And then, you know, it, it it's definitely keeps going down that and you're like trying to figure out what's going on. But then, yeah, it, it gets, I think for me, and I, like I said, I listened to our most recent episode where I kind of touched base on it. We wanted to save content for this episode. But at the, towards the end, it just starts to kind of devolve and you're just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Right. And you mean getting good. Hey, look, I mean, I, I, I still don't know where so I... So what do you mean, devolve? The end of what? The end of the series? Yeah, the end of the series. Like, it, everything just, like, it feels like it's things got rushed. And... Well, they did. There's the... Okay. They ran out of money at the time. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, that's why it kind of just becomes, like, sketches at one point in the last few episodes. Yeah, and for me, you know, I don't have a lot of anime experience, but... Obviously, watching these movies for the podcast and and just my love of film over the last two or three years growing more, like more deep. When that started happening, I'm like, is this supposed to be artistic? I, you know, especially like when I we just talked about Lars von Trier, a couple of his movies, and I'm starting like, is there more meaning to this other than hey, we ran out of money? So it starts to make it feel. I guess disconnected a little bit. So then you're kind of like, wait, am I losing the thread of the story here? What's going on? A lot of just voiceover with just sketches. And, but I mean, yeah, I, I still just don't know. To, honestly, I still don't know how I feel, how, how it ended. Um, but what do you got? Like, what did you guys love about? I guess that's, t- tell me what y'all love about the ending of the series. And maybe, maybe it'll jar something in me. For me, I really liked how it ended because it, with what they had, right? So they obviously started to get limited in their resources. They still were able to use those, the tools available, right? So as we talked about with other movies, like uh, the ingenuity with the restrictions that they have, Mm -hmm. they were able to encapsulate the feel of everything that was happening before into this existential moment whenever all of humanity is becoming one, right? The human instrumentality project. And we are no longer separated. And so like there's it goes through all of it the best it can at the time. And you still have this existential like loneliness because the the fucking pages are starting to like kind of disappear. And then you have that that one iconic scene where everybody's kind of like clapping for Shinji. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I really like it. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, the series it's kind of one of those things that kind of I arrived at at a perfect time in my life because, you know, being raised in Christianity and then seeing all this, you know, 
portrayed this way. It's like a, a Japanese interpretation of the end of the world, or the Book of Revelation type of thing. Very, very interesting. Josh? Let's see. Where do I start, man? This show, I didn't think I was going to like it. I did remember seeing little trailers whenever we would buy VHS tapes of Dragon Ball. And it's like, here's the new shows that are going to be coming out. You know, and it would show Neon Genesis, catch it on whatever, or buy the VHS tapes. Not until, I want to say 2021 is when I started watching what? that shit. And yeah, Bro. I've never seen it before. Wow. So you're you're a baby to this. Yeah. And I already seen this show now. The original series plus the original movie, the first movie, the end of Evangelion, uh, three times now, and this is the second time that we're what I'm watching the rebuild series. But the main thing for me that I love the show is one what Zach was talking about with the limited amount of time and money that they put into this, and was still able to somewhat tell the story, but overall tell the themes a very dark uh what do you call it a very a dark thing that nobody ever talks about that we always have in the back of our minds when we were younger you know as who am i why am i doing this do i like what i'm doing even though people are telling me that i should be doing this you know the whole existential crisis of oh people think I'm stupid and you're like, no, that's what you think. And the, th and what's inside of other people's minds is a different interpretation of you. And all these items that are tribute to you are not you, even though it, uh, just all those things layered on top of that. So just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I will call back to a question and, and, and then, uh, that you asked on when we first kind of started talking about this and, and then Zach goes, I, I'll tell you what, let's save it for the, the episode. So, but you, you were saying something about how at the end of the series, when it was like showing everybody stuff and you asked like when, you know, us growing up Christian, when you go up to heaven and they look through your, they reveal all the things that you did through your life. Like you, you oh, said yeah. that, that you felt that similarity in how that they did that in the series and asked us if we thought that that's how, it would be if we did go to heaven. Like that's how they would reveal everything to everyone. And I will, I will answer. I remember as a kid, I would hear that and I would horrify me because in my mind, I thought it would literally be like a movie screen where they would be showing it all. Right. And everybody would be watching and I would be mortified. Like I was like, dude, that's the biggest terror. If people saw the things that I did or thought one, the things I did when nobody was around, but the things that I thought of throughout the day. Right. So like horrifying, right. It's horrifying. Um, but then as I got older, I realized nobody's really going to be watching because everybody's going to be worried about the shit that they're going to be showed about themselves. Yeah, right. Exactly. Unless we experience everybody simultaneously, like all of existence right. at once, which I don't, I, and I see that that's, I guess is that what this creator was trying to work through is that that's a way to alleviate the loneliness is if we were all interconnected. I mean, I don't think it's literally necessarily what he was trying to work through, but it is an idea that he's trying to convey 
like because like that's all of like what is it Sealy or Sila mm-hmm. or whatever they call it or Gendo's uh, motivation is to, to draw everybody together so that we're not set there's the boundaries between each other our souls are no longer there um so i yes right so there there is that idea and then there's the opposing idea that he's also establishing where it's like it's good that we have these separations i I thought that gendo's uh whatever gendo wanted was different from sile yes they he wanted the human instrumentality to happen but it was like he had his own personal thing tied to you. Right. His own motivation that. was so that right. he could be one with her, but it's yes. through the same process. Right. And, and, I, and I guess really quick, because I know we're going to, we're talking about the series. We're going to jump in the movie, but I will, I guess the best way for our listeners is this series. There is, there are beings coming and uh, trying to, what the, I guess the world thinks attack the earth, but there's some other things behind that. They're called angels. We, we as a human race, have created evas that can fight the angels, but a child has to be inside of it, uh, or at least a what a young teenager, right? And uh, pretty much, yeah. And yes, and so that, and you, do you think everybody in the world is just basically under that premise? Is like, hey, these evas are here to fight the angels, and well, nobody, I mean, nobody knows about all the undercurrents of like Gendo's plan and. For sure, right? But I mean, also like there was like a revelation style event where three billion people died. (laughs) What they which they called second impact. So this all happened fifteen years in the past when first angel made contact, and I'm guessing they call it second impact because is is the devil being thrown out of Earth the first impact? No, I think the first impact is essentially when humanity came. Okay, yeah. Which that all gets tied into it, right? The with the Lilith and, and and Adam, and it talks about all of that. But yeah, so that would be the basic premise. But underneath that subtext is you have a mysterious group named Sela trying to do some kind of plan, the human instrumentality program where we all become one. Um, but Gendo has his own plan because he wants to become one with his lost wife, and his son Sinji is kind of the protagonist of it all. And he is, at least in the series, a very annoying, but all of them are annoying. Like, the only one that's probably not annoying is Pinpin, really, at the end of the day, right? Sure. Um, in the series. and But that's a quick synopsis, at least for me, the, the, the newest person to the series. And there's a lot of different things that, you know, as Zach and Josh have talked about, there's a lot of intricacies and, and the things that makes you feel and and I guess for me, ultimately, the ending, I guess maybe just because I, I value individuality so much, I guess maybe that's why it just, I'm like, wait, why would I want to merge with everybody else? Like, I already know that for the most parts, we as humans only have maybe two or three degrees of difference as far as like what we want in our lives. But I mean, we all want to be alive. We all, you know, we all... <laughs> Need to pay our bills. Like, yes, we were all very, very much similar. Um, and and I know that a lot of people are lonely. Like, but we're not alone in our loneliness, right? It's, and maybe that's what it is. It's just identifying. And maybe that's why those characters are so annoying in that series. 
is that, oh, we all are those people. We're all those annoying people, right? To try to maybe build some sympathy. But when I was watching through the series the first time, I'm like, Jesus, can we stop? Like, is this person not going to change? Is this always going to be this way? And then you sit back and think about it. And you're like, well, there are people like that that I know in my life. And I'm sure I'm like this for some people. What do y'all think about the name? Of Evangelion? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh. Have y'all, did y'all think about it? Did y'all look it up at all? I mean, yeah. I feel like obviously there's Ava is at the beginning of it, but then it also uses that A to say it, spell out angel. So I, I yeah, I asked just Josh Zach that or Josh that when I first started watching the series. Was okay, so it, so what does Evangelion sound like? Evangelism or something. There you go, buddy. Say. So they're three Greek words essentially. Neon meaning something new, Genesis creation, and then Evangelion meaning the good news. So basically, whenever you try and phrase it as something that makes sense, it's either a gospel of a new beginning or the gospel of the new century. So basically, layering in all the religious aspects, that's what this is. It's it's this distillation of prior ideas relating to Christianity and Judaism and tied into crazy sci-fi action. I, I was going to, I mean, I'm glad you did that because I, I had a question that I was going to ask. But we know that Japanese cinema, anime, obviously very heavily influenced um, after World War II, the atomic bombs that were dropped on, you know, Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima, right? And how that affected a lot of their, some of the things they've created since then, right? So my question was going to be like, is that, is this part of that as far as like taking the Christian Judaism of the civilization that conquered them during the war and taking it and weaponizing it in a, in a sense, like, or am I just kind of overreaching on that? I mean, maybe, um, I think there could be an element of that, right. They're obviously working through that stuff. Um, but there is also like a huge weird church that is kind of sketchy that is Christian in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, I mean, if you look back in recent history, the previous prime minister who was going to try and become prime minister again, Shinzo Abe, was assassinated by a guy whose family gave away all their life savings to a church that he basically endorsed. And that was the reason why. It was crazy. I mean, he's a politician walking the streets in Japan. Basically, you know, you don't really ever need a detail because Japan's so safe. But this dude made a homemade gun yep. and killed wow, him in the street. So, I mean, there's also, there's a pretty big influence of like Christianity there as well, but it's not like how it is here. So I don't know necessarily how they're working through that. If it is, you know, the, what you said, where, you know, they're trying to work through the, the conquer Western ideals coming over type of thing or a combination of all these things. Or, or even like the, the little synopsis you gave us about like the, the, the breakdown of the title it could just be it's spreading through Japan, right? Right. The, yeah. the, you know, Christian ideal, but you know, what is it leading to? And it's interesting. I think for me, the instrumentality, the, the joining all together. And I think I may have mentioned this before, but like even 
people of the Asiatic side of the world, like the way they look at time, it's not linear. They they look at it as it's stacked upon each other, right? And so it's just interesting, like kind of being exposed to this stuff, especially this Evangelion series, which again, I think talking to you guys about it, I've 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 found a little bit more openness to like my understanding of like how I felt about the series. Yeah, I mean it's good. I mean, like the human instrumentality project, the joining together of everybody is not really that different of a thought because we all have like the whole, or we've all been exposed to the collective consciousness idea where we're all we all share this consciousness and we're all this one being, and um, I think that is one of the more interesting parts about what is portrayed or touched upon in this because, like, as you see, my name Adam Cadamon. That essentially, if you go to Kabbalah, is this, well, it ties to Adam, the first angel, but it also ties upon this idea that in Kabbalah, Adam is a cosmic man. He's different from the Adam from the garden, but it's this cosmic man that is this, almost like the human psyche, like the the progenitor of hum, humanity, essentially, that is this form of like pure light and consciousness, which is also kind of what is trying to be achieved with the human instrumentality project. Right. So the, the, the layers in this movie or show is just so deep. Like that. I, I don't even understand how they could fucking come up with such a fucking layered, interesting <laughs> yeah. idea. And despite all the influential influences of Christianity, isn't this man uh, Anno like agnostic too? Yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty sure. Clearly, he was like, where? Why did he have such an inspiration for it? Like, did he ever grow up with having Christianity or a friend that knew Christianity? And he's like, this is all bullshit. But I'm gonna make a show with some of that stuff layered in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, it could be played on the same hand, like the people who make the movies about like Jason and the Argonauts or the fucking Zeus. Like, were they like in love with that idea? No, it's just th- a really well-established idea that's out there. And it actually, when you start to pick it apart, has some really cool like fantasy elements. Like <laughs> Christianity is insane when you stop and actually look at it right. as like a sci-fi story. So it's great sure, fuel for the fodder. Why don't people fodder. do that then? Why don't, why don't people do that now? You know what I mean? Like, just make fantasy lore based off of Christianity, but not well, just like, not not religious like, but just literally like what you said, like sci fi esque. You know, add on to it more. I know anime does it sometimes, like, but never re- rarely that I ever see it in like, and and where we are that you know that does something. Well, it's because like you have Al Qaeda here, dude. Basically, the yeah, Al Qaeda. <laughs> of the United States where, you know, you have the religious right would lose their fucking minds if we did anything to, you know, really not make Christianity look as good as it is. Basically like what the Islam does with depictions of Muhammad. So like, it's not the same, right? Obviously Islam has done some (laughs) more aggressive stuff and, you know, outliers, right? People just, there's always going to be extremists, but I mean, here, you have to follow the money too. Like, where's the money? Gonna I mean, be? like, they're gonna boycott did, it. Did, blah blah blah. Didn't Christianity at one time have a holy war just so people could like join the religion? Right. I don't know. There's difference there's, there's between a jihad and a crusade. Show me the difference. You know, you said he was agnostic. I, I think the show's more gnostic. It's more about pertaining to knowledge and stuff, 
right? Well, I mean, the, what's the saying? God's in heaven, all's good on earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like on, on the nerves. nerves. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's basically the idea is man doesn't need God anymore. Like True. that's the core, one of the core ideas of the show is like, and they talk about it. we ate of the tree of knowledge while the angels ate of the tree of life. And that's why we're so different. And that's why they part of the reason why they want to kill us. Right. They, they want to get rid of us, but also like we're trying to build these things essentially like a tower of Babel, right. To kill God. We want to create our own gods and let yeah. them be run by us in the movies. At it least. Is, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That always, uh, I always forget that, that they were just trying to create their own God and their own image, man. What are your thoughts, Junior? The difference between the anime and this. And so this would be what? So 1.1, you are alone or not alone, right? Um, One, I feel like this is probably the one that pretty much feels most the same like the series. I, I mean, at least has a lot more of what, happen in the series but i would say the differences for me that stuck out was maybe the way Shinji is portrayed i think like when he basically was avoiding what's her his roommate's name misato Oscar. misato or she's like oh he's misato, avoiding me yeah. and he's like sleeping on the street and he's walking away or roaming the town and eventually he's like okay i'm tired of this he's like and he but, but it's like oh but he knew that he was being followed right like he was just like okay y'all could take me back but it didn't feel like he was actually running away, running away. He just was like, I'm just going to go do my own thing. And I'll know that people are watching me. So whatever. And then obviously for me, my biggest one was the angel boy that you, you that comes at the end of the series is introduced in the, at the end of the movie. And it's interesting what he said. He's like, Oh, so um, he's finally awakened. He's like the third child. You're always the same or something along those lines. So, that really kind of intrigued me, right? Oh, okay, wait a minute. This this feels a lot different. Um, and then the second movie, you or you you shall not. What is it? You can You will not advance or advance. Um, that one obviously just goes completely different, <laughs> which just seems like it sets up a whole. Like I told Josh, like I don't even know what's going to happen in in the part three or part four because part <laughs> two is just. They introduce a new character, Mari, and just everything that transpires is completely different. Instead of his classmate being in the in the in the Ava, it's it's Oscar. So it's just a, a little a lot. Oscar's little story arc, she she changes a lot faster, and I don't know what that's going to mean afterwards because I know she still survived it. But yeah, I, I feel like the second movie was just like, oh holy shit, they just went in a whole new direction. So one possible theory that has been talked about, and it's as we move on, you may see more differences, right? You kind of alluded to it, not knowing what's going to happen. But one idea that's been tossed around online and kind of is confirmed how the the creator views it is that this is a continuation of the original series and not necessarily just a remake of the original series. The events of the end of Evangelion basically restart the universe and all the events that take place in the rebuilt series. Right. Like, as you notice, the the water's blue in the series, but after the events of what happened in the original series where the water's turned red, the waters are red inside of 
the rebuild series. And so there's little things like that. And then you have Karu talking about what he said, the whole, you know, the third child, all this stuff and how they're in this endless cycle. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, right. it, it is. Wasn't there also continue... like, what's that? It, it was, I was also going to say, like, when they looked at Lilith in the rebuild series it is way different from the Lilith that we got in uh, the end of Evan at, at the end of the in the show. And then they show the the one thing in the moon and that looked like the original Lilith as well. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Like, Yeah, so, so like, there's there's some weird stuff that go, goes on there too where like in the series you thought that Adam was, or Lilith was Adam. Like they presented it yeah. like that and only later on do you find out that it's actually Lilith. And then Adam's been on the moon. And so there's all this stuff going on and um, it's really crazy. Like, I mean. Right. Um, no, I, I will say when that ended on the first one, right? How it showed that, uh, what's his name? Anchorboy? Kauru. And then just the way the second episode transpired where, you know, I mean, even Ray had a, a quicker story arc as far as like fighting her feelings and, and wanting to do something for Sinji, right? So yeah, to me, I was already under the impression that this is another iteration of this existence right and 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 it, you kind of see that how people like uh, uh his roommate the the, the commander uh, major whatever she she already knows about lilith and shows him you know so like people either have more information or they're more decisive than they were in the series mm-hmm. a little bit well you know sinji is you know his, he's he accepts his kind he, he feels like he just accepts his kindness more and as well, he made the lunch for Ray and just different things. And you're like, okay, these are the same characters. You kind of still see some of the character flaws, but it just seems like they're this is a second go around. Like this is another iteration. Like somehow they reset or whatever. Like I, I think I mentioned to Josh at the end of episode or the movie two was like, is this like fucking Neo and 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 this and and, and reloaded where you know he meets the architect? Like we've right. done this before. Kind of thing, um, and, and so yeah, I, I kind of was already thinking that, obviously, um, but then for me, it's like okay, well, the the beginning of the third impact is happening at the end of the movie too. Like, where the fuck does it go from here? Like, you know what I mean? Um, because you know when the series ended that way, they did that little movie to try to, I guess, explain it better or fill in the gaps, but it was still kind of left in a, this world where it's. It, it happened. The impact happened, but I guess that's a good call off. I didn't even remember that the the waters were different, like it was backwards. I will say I I did like that shot when they're out in space, um, going to look at that. Is that the the the, the six Eva or whichever one he controls up there, or is it Adam? It looked like Adam, kind of. I think to me. Yeah. But... So Adam's up there, and I do think Unit Six is up there too. Okay. But they show the where the, I guess the first uh, second impact happened. It's like this little hole at the bottom of the Earth, and it's like like rainbow colored. I'm like, oh, dude, that's trippy as fuck, bro. Um, yeah, it's a, it's got a um, it's basically an area that nobody tainted by original sin can penetrate. Which I'm glad you mentioned that. Do you think that's what Sila? I don't know. I, I, when we we're talking about the merging of of all, of all the world, is 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 a way to just all of us be together as one 
to negate original sin. That's what I was thinking. Or or that we all live and die together based as one. I, I that that's a that's a whole thing. Like I don't know what their motivations are. Like right. obviously they have some type of pact with Lilith. Is it to why why do they all want to become one, right? What what what's in these apocryphal Dead Sea scrolls that they're fucking going through? And saying, yeah, no, let's do this. Like these ultra rich elite, like talk about wanting to go in the conspiracy fucking rabbit hole that the QAnon people want to go down. Like these are the fucking people at this organization that they should be worried about. Right. And it's, it's really crazy. Like humans, we have our own AT field. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And looking into it, like, I think even at one point, Karu talks about where an AT field comes from, the heart, right? In the series, at least, I think. Right, right. And it makes sense how, as an angel, he was trying to disarm Shinji's AT field by making an appeal to his heart, right? So, like, there's all this stuff, and that then ties into humanity is one of the angels as well like collectively so is it that the motivation is so that we are a stronger form where we're all one and not separated and we have this big at field like i don't know it's so much here like i honestly there could be like multiple classes taught about this fucking show (laughs) and (laughs) movies even uh what is it uh I think Alex Jones, like way back when, before like all the crap that happened, um, he was on Joe Rogan talking about one of the conspiracy theories of God knows what it was, but it someone like made a clip. It was just a funny little clip on YouTube. He's like, uh, Alex Jones explains Evangelion, and it's like him talking about a completely <laughs> different thing, and it's and it's almost exactly this one for one for what Evangelion is. I'm like, oh my god, did someone just? Is this really what? I mean, to to some degree, there are some things you can piece together on a uh, on a on a theory that might have some sort of case that makes you want to think, oh yeah, this is the way that way it is. The I mean. To a degree, like you said, these are the one percent of the elites. Like, how I feel like there is probably one sect of these, a small seven or six of them, just like Sile, all super rich, trying to merge and found these Dead Sea Scrolls, these these uh, specific items, if you will, these uh, the the Spear of Longinus, the uh, the, the 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 Holy Grail, you know, mm-hmm. the cup that Jesus drank from, you know, that have all these items that need to open up the what what do they call it the the chamber of guff and all this fucking the gates of guff man. bro the fucking gates of guff what are the what, what was the other thing the galgotha the gal well yeah oh, there's wait. that the, and the galgotha fucking place dude like i love how they just fucking layer in like all these familiar yeah. christian fucking things right. Like, what is the key to Nebuchadnezzar? Like, well, I'm glad that I rewatched the series or this first, the second movie because on Monday or Tuesday I watched uh, the last movie, uh, 3.0 plus one, in Thrice movie theaters. Yeah, I watched it in the movie theater, and I was like, "How the fuck?" And I, I can't ruin it for Junior, but the key of Nebuchadnezzar comes up. And I'm like, I don't remember this. And so I'm glad they establish it in the second movie 
right. because I was like, what the fuck? And it's the key, ne- the key of Nebuchadnezzar, right? Is what it was. I think so. It's Nebuchadnezzar, uh, the Nebuchadnezzar key. Like, I don't think it's his actual key. I think it's just another one of those things that is like layered with Kabbalah and fucking right. Christianity influences because it, it like they showed it right when he was handing it to Gendo and it had this like diagram of like the human nervous mm-hmm. system underneath it. Yeah. yeah. Right. When Nebuchadnezzar was the one who got turned into an animal, wasn't he? Or no? Which one well, was he that? He became one? like a beast, he? right? He a started beast, right? sprouting like feathers on his back and whatnot. But wasn't because, he like, was he a he, Babylonian king? I believe so. And he was, yes, he was a Babylonian king. They had conquered the Jews and the, or the, the Israelites and had taken the stuff from the temple, right? And he, he's at a, that's, I remember the story. They're, they're at a, dinner and he's like go grab those things and they basically brought those holy things into and and was sacrilegious with them and that's when the writing on the wall was written and he became like a beast and so he defiled the holy things of god i guess technically was the message of that story even as a uh, pagan king um so i don't know if any of that plays in there but now i'm gonna now it's on my radar um for the last movie <laughs> but I will say the two movies, I mean, obviously they probably had a lot more money to do the movie, so the animation's oh, yeah. really good. Um and I guess when Josh brought this up, I was like, Oh, I guess that's true. The fight scenes are better. And and I guess the music is a little different, you were saying, Josh, which Josh is our is our sound guy at the end of the day. <laughs> like he's the one that Bro, the yeah, the I mean... score is so amazing. Yeah, like I love the original score, but in this one they they take that score and they'll add a little flair to it, you know. Like the angel attack, you know, they start off with the drums, you know, and then it's it literally goes into electric guitar and I was like this wasn't like this before, but I like it, you know. It's so well composed. Like the Japanese have a true appreciation for music. Like they don't do the thing that we do here in the West where it's like we get really tribal about the type of music we listen to. They'll incorporate all kinds of fucking shit. They, they love jazz. They love classical. They love fucking pop. Bro, they love yeah. everything. Like, it, and, and they use it all in their yeah. media. Like, it's it's fucking amazing. And an underappreciated instrument that I always love to hear in music is any air horn. Anything that's a wood woodwind or brass, they love to use brass and. And you, because it's such a triumphant sound when mm. you hear it, you know, and we rarely have that over here in our music. But when it when Japan uses it, you hear it in Dragon Ball, the original score. You hear it here in Evangelion. You hear it in so many different animes, and it's just like this is really. It's like why are we just smoothing over this in, this this specific uh uh t- type of instrument, the woodwinds, the the brass. They're just like you said, they're using it all, you know, just giving us a full element of the full senses, uh, you know? Yeah. And I would say, I, I, so I, I just, I just started Zach. I didn't, I think I'm two episodes done, but talking about how they, you know, their, their fondness for music and all types, right. And applying it to whatever, whatever they're presenting or created. Um, I watched a couple episodes of the devil man cry baby. 
Mm. And oh, yes. those those group that those that little gang that's hanging out on the pier, kicking it and, and rapping, bro. Those were some bangers. I mean, I right. I mean, I'm glad this I had this. You know, the sub, it shows the subtitles because they'll they'll they can, it's dubbed, but they'll keep that song in, in in Japanese. And man, I was reading the lyrics, and I'm just like, but even if the lyrics weren't on there, it just felt like a banger, bro. It's just like I was like, oh man, dude, this is just flowing. I don't know what I'm like. I'm reading the lyrics. I'm like, oh, it makes sense, but it just sounds so good like it just you know just but and you you would think oh i don't know what they're saying the the the, the vocal part of it but it just still kind of goes really well and i'm like man that's that was a nice little i mean i, I might see if they uh did a soundtrack for this show might right. pop that in the car while i'm driving around don't know i won't know what they're saying but it's, it's man it was i was like damn these these, these kids are, these kids on the pier man they got a they got a future they got a future in rap well, little did you know that they didn't have a future, especially <laughs> <Yeah>. on that show. <laughs> well, thanks for the spoiler. I mean, if it's how anything like Evangelion, bro, which we talk about a lot. I mean, how far along is... How many episodes is it? Like 10? Yeah, it's just no. 10 episodes. Is it only 10? Okay. Yeah. 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 What episode are you at? You just watched the first I just watched the first two, two um, yesterday, okay. just to kind of... Because I remember Zach mentioning it, and I was like, damn it, I never even started that. And, uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a. How long are the episodes? They're they twenty five minutes. Least. Yeah, they're not long. Really? Yeah, man, I felt like it's because it's so heavy, shit. Josh. That it, yeah, it, that it, it feels like it, like <laughs> your soul. I, it really is. I can kind of really see is. why you suggested it when we were talking about we were going to do the series in a, a few episodes back, because of Akira, like you know he's so sensitive and he's crying, and it kind of made me think of Sinji a little bit. So then, a lot of people point to the original Devilman series which, as okay, the progenitor right? of Evangelion. And like, is that available oh, really? anywhere? That one? I don't. Not that I'm aware of. I'm not sure where. Okay. You can find bad dubs on probably like YouTube. Or I mean, I, the dubs were bad. Yes. But I never knew that they had. It was a pre, you said a precursor? A or progenitor. Like progenitor. a spiritual okay. progenitor. Like that okay. influenced the the mind so like you know how crybaby ends josh and it's kind of like what's going on in evangelion yeah it that's still true in the original devil man series so it's very dark and you know has these ideas of like loneliness and like existentialism and what what does it mean and to be human um and so that you know obviously continues to carry on because it was so popular um, and influence the rest of Japanese animation. You got, you got to shred your humanity and go beast form, bro. Which was really That's cool whenever thing. they did yeah. the, the back yeah. door fucking in the Ava unit two. I was like, holy shit, what is this? It's like, and it, and it, cause it wasn't she like a covert, like she was from a different branch of Eva pilots. Was so it she like, the Euro- Europa the, group? I think the Euro. I, I'm not from sure. Euro. Yeah, and it's so cool because it's like, oh, there's other functions of an Eva that these people don't know. And he's like, oh, let me just activate this form nonchalantly. Yeah. Like, oh, man, it feels like I'm actually watching a mecha anime series where they have, you know, they actually do shit. Well, you know? <laughs> I mean, we also have to talk about the elephant in the room. Evangelion is not a mecha series because they're not machines. They're physical, they're, biological yes, they're, creatures. Yeah. Well, 
what okay well, and i guess that was titan. is attack on titan a fucking mecca then <laughs> right Are, and, and the, by the definition mecca means <laughs> is kind of like a machine mecca machine yes so like it, yes i mean you could argue that like it, piloting a human uh, a machine that's like human is you know we're, we're machines ourselves like we have a nervous system that's operated by a brain so i guess you know if you want to get loose with it it is but Traditionally, maybe, it's not. Maybe it's, yeah, anti, Titan, maybe it's anti-Mecca. I, I don't know. You know, it could be it, like Attack on Titan. Like it's literally Evangelion. I mean, in the sense of in the sense of that they are in a living thing at the nape of yeah, the yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Definitely. Which I think controlling this giant thing. <laughs> which I'm glad you mentioned that Zach and Josh are this having this little debate, right? That was kind of the reveal in the series. That was oh shit these. And I thought when I initially started watching the series, when um, his first battle Shinji's and it goes, they call it Berserk. I was like, "Wait, is this thing alive?" And then you realize, "Oh, it's actually yeah, it's it's actual. This these are actual organic beings, and they just put fucking you know metal on them to try to control them, right? And and you know, and what is that? You talking about layers? Is that a layer of this whole show? Is like humanity is 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 always constantly trying to be controlled right um, by entities or by our own selves or losing control when we're in there because that was one of the things i kind of felt like when i started watching the series and it was you know shinji ray and asuka getting put in a little in a little tube and putting in there i'm like oh is this like an, a representation of like us as humans like we were like this like you said we're like a machine and we're given this consciousness at birth this little tube of consciousness gets put into this being, right? And we go around trying to do what we do. But like, it was it was a kind of for me. I was like, oh shit, these are actual, really living, breathing things that humanity's trying to control for their own benefit. Well, we we essentially made them. We're they're clones right. of like Adam, or they're taking from the biological material of Adam. And- yeah, and also didn't they, they? I'm pretty sure. Tell me if I'm wrong. They mentioned that they put in UA's soul into Unit One as well. I don't well. think they. It always put it in there, but it way, got right? trapped in there. Right. It, okay, that's what it was. And because, like, at the end of the second movie, Gendo's standing in front of Ava Unit One, and it's rejecting the test plug or the the dummy plug, dummy plug. and it's. She's like, Yui, why are you rejecting me now? Mm-hmm. And then fucking Shinji shows up and fucking the whole world's ending. And Gendo's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, let him get in. <laughs> like, well, we don't have time for this. What is going on? And not Which, to mention fucking Shinji's like miles away from even an interest. Everything's destroyed while fucking yeah. the an- yeah. what whatever's going on. Right. The angels fucking destroying the earth. And I'm like, how's he even gonna get to an entrance? And sure enough, he shows up there in this perfect amount of time to get in and destroy it. And I'm like, what the fuck? That, those are the moments you have to suspend your disbelief. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the whole geo front's like in ruin. There was a big bomb that happened. It's like nothing left, man. Yeah. There, there wouldn't have been a actual nerve employee that came and said, like, come on in. You know, like the whole place was leveled. Yeah. Did y'all ever look up the angels' names? They yeah. have names. Yeah, each of them have has a name, and in the series they they talk about them, but it's not revealed until towards the end of the series. But I think the first one 
we're introduced to is Sakiel, who's the third angel. And each has like their own, uh, you know, origin of their name, right? So um, I think in that one's name basically means, oh, I don't have it. Well, I mean, every name that ends with L is basically something God, right? Well, they're all real angel names. Right. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But the L piece, that's, that's always, that L means God. So Castiel, the, 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 or whatever, what's Castiel mean? Like the, the light so, of God. Or... So Sakiel is covering of God. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was Shamshel, who is uh, the son of God. S-U-N of God, not Jesus. And then there's Ramiel, who was the big dodecahedron or whatever fucking thing that shot the fucking oh, the one energy that beams. A, that was the one that was screaming like a like a girl whenever it was like shooting blasts. Yeah. And so and that's that the one, one they had to use the like they had to use the electricity of Japan to shoot it. Exactly. Yeah. So that one's that's the Angel of Thunder. Which was in the first movie, right? That's how they ended yeah. the first movie. Mm-hmm. And, and so on and so on. So it goes all the way down. And then there's uh, Tabris, who is also Karu, who is also Adam. Mm-hmm. Did y'all pick up on that, Josh? Karu hey. is Adam. That's why when he gets up, he's like right in front of Adam. The, the angel Adam. There was like different like coffins too. So I don't know what the hell, if that was. Well, those coffins are, I thought they were just like... Um... I don't know what they were. I thought they were Mario Brothers sewers. He was getting out of. So so he's and now in the rebuild series that he's Adam now. I'm a little confused. So he was always like in the the original series. He was also so Tabris. uh, What is he? The thirteenth angel or the eighteenth, seventeenth, whichever one he is. He is also the Adam. He's Adam the original who he's just doing a different uh formation let me see if i can find it okay so in the original series go ahead here let me let me read it so basically this is the explanation they have for tabris he's the 17th angel and is the last to appear in neon genesis evangelion in the animated series it is known as karu nagisa the pilot of ava 2 arriving in tokyo 3 tabris takes possession of the unit and attempt to break into the deepest part of nerve headquarters which we all saw where it believes Adam, whose soul has been implanted into his own body, is kept. Upon discovering the white giant guarded in the nerve is Lilith, Tabris decides to stop its attack and entrusts its fate to Shinji's Unit 1, allowing itself to be killed. According to Nuktermon of Apollonus of Tiana, Tabris is a demon and angel of free will. So that's, that's the origin of the name Tabris. Evangelion's Tabris, echoing the function of ancient religious sources, chooses to die at the hands of Ikari, leaving humanity to survive. Nuktermeron, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, also mentions a demon called Kehor, pronounced Koharu in Japanese, which is referred to the Angel of Deception, a detail that the Evangelion Chronicle Encyclopedia relates to Tabris's deceptive anthropomorphic appearance like Ariel and Armichel, which attempt to contact Asuka and raise souls, Karu aggressively tries to touch Shinji's thoughts through a peaceful human exchange rather than an open attack using words and expressions 
to demonstrate its friendly feelings. Tabris claims Angel's AT fields are the walls of the heart everyone possesses, so it neutralizes Shinji's AT field by eliminating the walls around its heart. So that's the that's the importance of Karu's character. He's the soul of Adam, essentially. Like he, okay, that's yeah, why he's trying. That was what confused me, because yeah, because yeah, when all that, whenever he was going into the central dogma, um, he was like, "Oh, you're not." Is like, "You're not Adam. You're Lilith." So he was clearly looking for his body. Mm-hmm. Is what he was looking for. Yes. Got it. Okay. Which that then, I sense. guess, in the rebuild movie series, he's already found it on the moon, right? The rebuild goes in a different direction, yeah. Hmm. Which I was going to say, I mean, obviously, the first two movies are somewhat of the series, right? Like, as far as this, it's the most similar, the main I'm guessing. points, yeah. Right. The main, the, the canon events, I guess you could say. Right. And, and so I'm guessing with movie two, obviously, and I don't know if it's going to happen in three and four, but I remember in the series, Sela attacked Nerve. So that obviously wasn't in the second movie, really, or, or the first movie at all. Um, well, so in this series, that happens after what happens at the end of the second movie, right? Oh, is that what that is? I think. Am I right? Remember oh, no, that, right? You, you, you mean this, like how the series ends? Is re, re, Restate what you said. The, the movie ends a few episodes before the series ends. So like whenever units or whenever that whole attack happens and fucking Shinji almost like loses control and the third impact almost happens it's stopped in the series and then Sile has its um attacks with all the different like angel models in the in the series right am I remembering that yeah yeah but then and doesn't who fights them doesn't it Oh, that's uh, I think Oscar fights Oscar, them. yes, Oscar does. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Look, like it, go ahead. There's there's so much that goes on here. Like the introduction yes, of Ma- Mari, she's a whole nother bag of worms. That which <laughs> that's one thing that is so interesting about Shinji in this one. It's like you really see that he's so just locked into his little world of like. Why am I an, an Ava pilot? You know, does my dad love me and proud of me? You know, all this girl flies in on a fucking parachute and he doesn't tell anybody. He works for Nerve. He's defending the world, but he didn't think somebody who literally was like, you're the one that told me to drop into Japan. Bro, are they even oh, paying early. him? Are they even paying <laughs> yeah. him? Like, I don't know if he works with them. He has to do it at this point. Like, he, he's doing yeah, well, it for his dad to say intern. good job one time, dude. Like, that's <laughs> all he needed to hear. <laughs> but my thing is, like, wouldn't he, like, let somebody know, hey, this girl fucking dropped in and was talking to one, talking to somebody on the phone saying, hey, you're the one that told me to get in here covertly, drop in covertly on a parachute. Right. So, like, he never told anybody. <laughs> he was just like, dude. When the all- second movie started and they were talking in English, I was like, "Oh god damn it!" Fucking like, is this? Do I have to change my fucking language settings again? Because I watched it on Amazon, and when I played the first one, and I, I was like trying to figure out what was going on for a second, I was like, oh, "Okay, no, that's just that's just them." How, why did they do that? I guess. And is there is she still part of the next two movies? Yes, she okay. is, and. 
they the, the there's like don't spoil it yeah okay the, the whole well, thing behind her it, it it feels like there's not it's not even done justice in the movies like it's background and it's hard to fucking understand i feel like they should do another series which if if <laughs> what if what you were saying at the beginning and what i feel it's like a different iteration that part of her is kind of like parts of the series where it's like, wait, what's going on? Who's this? Like, there's more background that I need to probably know about this character or whatever. Or at least that's sometimes how it felt when I watched the series. Like, somebody new would just get introduced. And I guess it would be the the Adam guy, the Adam Angel guy. I'm like, wait, where the fuck did this guy come from? He can walk on water. Is he Jesus? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. Uh, and, and now we, and this time around, he's got him, he's, he's introduced earlier and kind of understand more and so maybe to your point maybe this is what it is they're setting it up to do another fucking iteration in like 10 i don't years. know i don't know i mean i don't think i we, i'm not gonna talk about it okay 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 but what, what is the what is, i'm sorry i'm gonna send y'all a video too so like somebody did this insane breakdown i i've seen it where I, it's like all these the different franchise iterations timelines. yeah dude yeah. it's so fucking insane didn't I reference that in, when we talked about this a few weeks ago? Like when we first said we were going to watch these movies for anim, an, an, anime in November. And I was like, yeah, all I know is I felt like like Charlie in the fucking basement, Pepe Silva. But like I have like all these things I'm trying to figure out because there's so much. It's really layered. And I will say about that about anime, like at least the ones we've seen on the pod so far. Um, there's a lot of stuff, right? There's a lot of, you know, Paprika, Mind Game um now these these four movies so really going to be interested to see on the back half the other two weeks of movies but um it definitely is layered it's an onion it definitely makes you think about things and it's just again it is a very i like i said earlier i was very that's what pulled me in is the, the the layering of christian things that i already knew like ideas and terms and just how they create this completely this whole world around this i was just gonna ask about gendo like that whole part where he was he initiated the dummy plug like do you think you would do that too and just let the fucking thing go insane kill oscar just what what kind of decision she's not dead well i mean you want her dead because she's been corrupted and she's no longer human type right like he potentially was just okay with all of it right so do you think you could just let that happen? Like, do you think you have the wherewithal to be like, humanity's on the line? Who cares about one person? I mean, it's Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do it. Damn, bro. <laughs> Why do I she, feel like I I mean, just... I understand she grows as a person, but it's just like... Well, I mean, she's also like... The reason why she's like that is because she has her own yes. trauma and baggage, bro. Just like yes. we talk about all the time, dude. You lock your door yes. because you have trauma, dude. <laughs> because yeah. trauma. I don't even lock my door anymore. But um, um, yeah, I mean, yes, all these things are because based of what his, her mother did to her and all this shit, you know. But I, I, I personally would stay away from that person. But killing them, yeah, way different. But this is, but this is a higher, much higher stake. So I don't necessarily like this person. So I wouldn't be necessarily felt bad because this person's not really 
an ant. Okay, regardless, let's say it's <laughs> let, let, let's say regardless but, of that, let's say maybe it's somebody that you love, somebody that means the world to you. Would you let it happen in order to save everybody else? That's a that's a toughie, bro. I mean, they might still end up dying, bro, and you're gonna die. So like, well, then we we would still accomplish the same thing, right? We're all we all died at the same time, so it's almost like us all being merged into one. Kind of true, but I for if it's me, Josh, just. Just imagine me as Jack sinking to the bottom of the frozen ocean so you could be on the on the lifeboard by yourself up there, Rose. On the just, giant just, fucking door. Just 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 fucking do it. Kill me. I'll be like, there are other worlds than this. I'll just sink to the then, bottom. Then the then the Kingdom Hearts music starts playing. Da, 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 and you and I. Oh my god. <laughs> would would you do it? So redacted. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's related oh, to god. you, so I mean, it makes sense, right? Right, exactly. But would you do it, Zach? Oh yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, no problem. The good of the many outweighs the good of the few. I'm very totalitarian mindset, like. Obviously, it sucks when it applies to me being the few, but I would hope that, you know, somebody would make that because I mean, I'm not I'm not special. Nobody's no one person special. We have to continue on to a point where we never have to make decisions like this. If we're always making decisions to continue humanity and humanity can grow and we can become, I mean, maybe infinite where we can live forever whatever then we don't have to make crazy decisions where everybody a few people have to die right so i i'm okay with but getting rid of a few people we, but we know humanity won't make that choice bro because we ate from the tree of knowledge and not the tree of life humans will sacrifice mortality immortality just so we can know something maybe maybe but I mean, with the power of knowledge, you could also gain the power to understand life. Right. So I mean, with just life, you just have life. The knowledge of life. Just, <laughs> that's that's nothing. Like we can figure out how to end life with with knowledge, right? Well, and going back to the point in the movie, though, like it was very sad because you saw her have an art. Like she she yeah. changed. She like called uh masaka masaku whatever her masato. name is masato and i'm gonna have to put a list of names up here for next week so i remember um she called her and was like I, you know was oh i used to never like to be around people but it, it, it i realized lately i have and and you're like oh shit she she changed like she she or she had a revelation whether she how long it would take her to like act on that revelation we don't know because Right. That whole Gen thing, like, because there was even Gendo was going to go and hang out with Shinji. Like, that whole thing, like, he he remembered fucking Yui, his wife, telling him to take care of mm -hmm. Shinji. Like, and how he'd been a piece of shit father, and it was from Rei, who's essentially a clone of fucking Yui, but also, like, his daughter. Yeah. Right? And it's just this whole thing, and he's about to, like, break bread, and then it seems like... Sile orchestrated all that to fucking kick off, not necessarily when all these good things were about to happen, but they orchestrated this and it was just bad timing. And Shinji's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Very heartbreaking moment. Like, it's like we almost get reprieve. And that's the, the theme in the background of the second movie, right? 
oh, we can have a good life. We can, you know, go on yeah. field trips and hang out and go and do things. And life's fine. I'm just an Ava pilot. I occasionally kill angels. No big deal. But then it's <laughs> like, no, you really thought, you fool. You thought there were good things in life? No. It was terrible. <laughs> it's like, angels will fuck up our dinner plans, man. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I will say that you're going to love Ray way more in this series more than the I mean, if you liked her already, you're going to love her even more in the next movies to come. Bro, what what is there to like about Ray? She's a fucking husk. She's not a human. Wow. <laughs> like she's obviously wow. discovering humanity for the first time. And it's an interesting exploration of what that can mean. Right. But it's not really likable. Like it's it's interesting, I think. Yeah, it is interesting, and it's who, interesting. Who, who hurt me. you, bro? Who hurt you? I, who didn't, dude? The world. <laughs> we we all just need to be one. We need to have the human instrumentality we, project. Yeah, we we all gotta be turned into orange Fanta. <laughs> no, dude, it's not Fanta. It's uh, what's that shit? That pe- Sunny D? No, it's not Sunny D, but it's similar. Tang. Tang. It, we're all turning into Tang. <laughs> But as far as I know that the fandom does call it Orange Fanta, though. Just just letting you know that. We should splice together the video for when we release this and just have all those scenes where people are turning into um, <laughs> the orange stuff. Don't you wanna, wanna, wanna Fanta? Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, like do, you, do you remember? Dude, that I, the first time we saw that, I saw it was in a movie theater. That commercial. They're like on jet skis. Oh, yeah. And I went and got a Fanta, dude. I was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Damn. Yo, dog, I'm hella thirsty. I got to give me a Phantom, man. A bro, Phantom's... Josh, you love that orange Fanta, bro. Dude, orange and pineapple, bro. I'm just a Mexican, dude. I love me some fruits. Mm. Easy, Which bro. this dude was throwing shade at me. He's like, are you eating a lemon? I said, yeah. He's like, you never eat fruit. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? What is, he's like, what that's is this not animosity? even a fruit, man. He's like, that's not even a fruit. I'm like, he's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stave off scurvy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's a damn pirate. Just needs the virus. He's like, I'm going for the one piece. <laughs> the Have one you piece seen the fucking show, dude? It's so good. I should watch that. I it's just, good. Um, it's the whole but, first like story arc, like the first sixty episodes, essentially. I'm only, I'm dude. I'm so behind. I'm like, I haven't even picked it up. I'm like episode thirty something. I kinda, should be at a hundred or something. Remember right when now. this dude was gonna try to watch it all in like a that year? That was like three weeks ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course I remember. The dude. show, the show gets slow at times. Oh, like uh, I cartoon. know. Yeah, it, and it's not at the stage where it's like interesting slow. It's like so slowly establishing the characters yeah. in the first. 70 episodes that you're like oh my fucking god i hate this like, yeah it's a it's a little yeah but apparently it's it good after like episode 80 i wouldn't say that because my friend just hit like episode 200 something he's like bro i can't stop watching this show <laughs> like damn bro it took him 200 episodes to get good you're like bro it's the greatest thing i've ever it, seen in my life. it's a slow brainwash <laughs> you're like <laughs> You have to power through it, and then you're like, all I think about is the one piece. It's like the one piece. <laughs> have you ever gotten into like the threads, the forums, the subreddit of One Piece at all? No, but you want to know the memes what I are funny as fuck. Dude, I'm telling you, you want to know what I think the one piece is going to end up being a friendship or something. Yeah, the friends you made along the way. <laughs> 
Oh, one th- almost 1100 episodes long. Yeah. God damn it. The the friends that we made along the way. Dude, and it's it's about pirates, right? Yeah. Or like <laughs> Yes, of course it's going to it's going to be like that's going to it's going to end they're going to just be like you know the only ship that doesn't sink friendship and then that's how it Damn. ends <laughs> and they're all like keeping luffy afloat because he ate the devil fruit and he can't swim but yeah no evangelion it's it's something that i think especially religious people who are of the questioning type you know i think some of our listeners don't like to question their religion and why they believe things so um but because people that like were... to question <laughs> and have a background in how, Christianity, how, how are you going to tell? This. Yeah, how are you going to tell them that they're wrong and the choices, bro? If they were born in a completely different part of the world, you know, with a different religion, that religion's right, bro. To them, well, that, how that's how that... you know how you prove to somebody that they can be wrong. You put a how test in front of them, and if they did get one question wrong, say, "See, you can get something wrong. You're not infallible, bro." Hmm. Which, stop hurting people's feelings bro because that's such an easy <laughs> example <laughs> but no to what i i do find it interesting what what josh was just saying lately i have been th- especially as i watch a lot of japanese cinema or try have been trying to watch some you know some stuff and and how they represent their like their 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 spiritual beliefs and how you know they pray to their to their ancestors and it's just it's just interesting because it's there's obviously some type of it's a different way of looking at life, right? And and in my head I'm like, you know, I would feel like it would behoove me more to pray to my ancestors who well, are on the other you, side. Yeah, that does to, sound interesting. To help cause... me through a situation or give me strength, right? Like they have a vested interest in me, a vested interest. Not only in that, me. they have experience what? in right. In yeah, life, and, exactly. yeah. Like, okay, so I never really looked into their spiritualism. So, what is specifically that they practice to, including their praying to their ancestors? Like, what is their spirituality? I have no time? idea, and you know, what? I'm I, gonna look it up right now. What yeah, I mean, I I don't know all happening. of it, but I just know that that's what I've seen. Like, they they go and it's you know they pray to their like they seek advice from their ancestors and those little you know, little shrines that they have. and I like that. I, I would agree with you. So there's that. Shinto, I would pray to that. which Shinto is the way of spirits or deities. It began to take form in prehistoric period around the 6th century. And it's basically deities or kami were seen as permeating the natural world, uniquely shaped and awe-inspiring trees, mountains, rivers, rocks, all could be considered kami. But human beings could also be viewed as kami. An early mythology developed by leading clan in the 6th centuries um, the Yamato clan, later known as the Imperial Family, holds that the leader of the clan, the emperor, was a descendant from the protector Kami, the sun goddess, Amaterasu. So basically, it's like life and your ancestors and all these things. There's, it's interesting. Yeah. And then there's they also practice Buddhism over there in some places. Um, Confucianism. What happens if you don't know your ancestors, man? Who you're just praying blindly, specifically to pick the right? Well, I don't well, want my grandfather, but I want <laughs> my great 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 grandfather. Yeah. Well, I mean, but again, who's Jack the Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other thing about Japanese culture is like the, the the lineage of your family is very like 
detailed. Detailed, and it's like you're loyal to that, to your to your family, your clan, to your clan. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a big part of what they represent, like that they're. Uh, of their existence so it makes it easier for you to like say hey i need to pray to my to my great grandfather who was a wise merchant right i need help i need to make some money or whatever you know what i mean like damn bro i really kind of want to do this and like make a family tree of all the deceased family members as far as i can remember and get little tidbits of their information from their whatever information that they passed down from the from the child to the bro i don't think our that. fucking family tree can go back as far it probably as can't it probably can't but as far as that i know like as it keeps on growing and the more people that pass away i can always man maybe i should start doing that because do it bro. like y'all were saying it does feel a void in me to to pray to someone that has the same experience that was of the same you know blood as me that's that josh had, what josh <laughs> how can you dude. Dude, there was one man who had the same blood as all men, and he was a god in man's flesh. How can you not pray to that one man, dude? Like, (laughs) you're never alone because he was a vampire and he's still alive. So, like, (laughs) you really need to question why you want other men to come fill the holes inside you. (laughs) It doesn't have other men that you are related to, bro. Like, what is going on? Ancestors is is for. For boy or girl or in between. Okay, great, great grandpa, great, 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 great grandpa, come fill my hole and tell or me what I'm doing wrong. Great grandmother, I need your wisdom on this. So I know that at one point in your life you had struggles with this one. Please give me the wisdom and knowledge of of making me ha- be more wise, you know, and to overcome or try to overcome the situation but why dude again you know that jesus has all the answers dude why would you go to somebody (laughs) that has some of the answers whenever god has all because we have i we have you know to if i were doing this i have adequate information that this person had existed yes there is some degree that this jesus person whatever (laughs) existed right (laughs) yeah this jebus man um while this we know and we have people that have loved them you know we have a more deeper connection yeah but okay like let me use this as an example right so in the dune series there is genetic memory essentially what is established in assassin's creed as well but there comes a point where you can access your ancestors memories through your own genetic code if you're you know intelligent Mm. enough right but what happens if while you're doing that you're communicating with somebody who is actually quite evil in your ancestry. Like in Dune, the, there's Harkonnen blood inside the Atreides blood, and the Harkonnen takes over one of the Atreides because his personality becomes so strong inside the memory. So like, how do you know you're not getting information from somebody that means ill? You're, I, that, that's, I think that's what makes it actually interesting. That person that's literally people. possession, Josh, and you're going to need a <laughs> priest to come and take those demonic evil spirits out of you, dude. So uh, from that aspect, it's kind of interesting because it just obviously it shows that none of us are perfect. Not trying to say this, whatever this person may have done in the past, like Jack the Ripper. Or it's so interesting that like with all that, like you could still if you're if you are wise enough and you are so insightful to this, like you could probably take whatever information that they give you and be like never 
to do obviously never to do what they did but or to even take the eye just just to even grab the story from it is would be like oh it's cosmic jack ripper's like here's how you do it and don't get caught (laughs) right (laughs) yeah you could do that and that could here's where i made the mistake here's don't make this mistake this is where they caught me hey but you know kind of i guess doesn't it feel kind of the irony like and and yes no i i do i do find it intriguing what we're talking about josh obviously has tied into it but what if we just spoke to the living people that we have connections to and learn that's too much that's too much that's the thing like people during their life are consumed with themselves and themselves and keeping their who they are secret from other people sometimes sometimes people have done things and they're not honest they they want to put up who they want to be seen as versus who they actually are and so they're not only being dishonest with other people but a lot of the times being very dishonest with themselves so like you're never going to really get a true picture now what gets interesting is are people more honest after they die because they have nothing left to lose right like when you're talking to them there is there more truth? But obviously, you know, we can't really talk to dead people. So right. <laughs> who knows? I'm just, you know, yanking my own chain here. But uh, Junior, if you need somebody to talk to, obviously, we're here anytime. <laughs> like, if that's what you're getting at. This, your ancestors are here for you. You need a photo and a name. Oh, well, any final thoughts on Evangelion? Mm. One and uh, two, rebuild? One and two. You one are two. not alone, and you can not advance. Advance. And the knots are in parentheses. Parentheses. Yes. Or no. Which, uh, yes. What are the order of operations? PIMDAS. So I guess that comes first. The the, the thing in parentheses comes before. Mm. So Shinji is actually alone in the first one. Nah. <laughs> you are alone. Nah. <laughs> no, man. I think, uh, obviously, interesting. Like it's interesting because you 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 take what you did in the series, you have those touchstone moments in those first two movies, but you've taken it further, and and now for me, I obviously don't know, um, three was it three point zero four and and three point zero plus one point zero the next two movies, I I have no idea where it goes now, right? Because it's different at the end of the second movie. Is basically the end of the series, almost right. At least for for my point of reference. So it's going to be interesting to see what the next these next two movies are, and do they fit into the idea or the theory I have about this rebuild series? And and what's uh, your theory? Uh, Let's hear it now. Well, so like what we, we said, can, like uh, it's it's a it's a different it's another iteration. It's oh, a, okay. Yeah, like what we talked about at the beginning. That's what I was already thinking. It was like like I said, it's like it's like when Neo met the architect. This isn't the first time we've done this scale. You're the anomaly that we need to have this system work. So I guess Shinji is the anomaly. How shitty that new movie they made was? Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. This take your moment. Take your time. What are you talking about? New movie. What are you? T- the new the Matrix, new Matrix movie. movie. Go ahead. Oh, that. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Such a. Are piece we? Of are shit, we? Wait, dude. we're not talking about the shitty. No, Matrix but just, movie. just. The, but just. Okay, okay. What? 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 What was my level? What was your Josh, level? What do you Josh mean? used to love. Josh used to love loves to rag me about the the new Matrix movie and my level of excitement. He was <laughs> he was pretty hyped up about this movie, bro. He was like saying it was like 
It's going to be the greatest movie ever, man. <laughs> the Matrix 1 was the best Matrix movie. Yes, yes, like, it was. Like, so it's, you're telling me, not Reloaded, not Revolution, but whatever the hell this one's called is going to be Resurrection, wasn't it? Res- Jesus Christ, Resurrection. They just go with everything with an R on this one. And then just, just, just a, just a shitty flat, fat flop, bro. It was, it was the, <laughs> it was the biggest turd dropped on your face. Man, that movie was a piece of fucking flaming Look, shit, dude. It's, and it, it I don't know if I'm surprised. wrong. It, Look at Star Wars, dude. Yeah, true. Wow. But didn't it start off like it had an interesting vibe it was no. taking initially? No. I thought it did. Like I, thought I knew was... in the first minute it was stupid. Like well, credits, credits are stupid. I will agree with Junior. Like the first, like I forgot up to what point where it was actually. It, it was... seemed like it was going towards like a more meta mm-hmm. feeling, and I kind of liked that. But then they went. They I don't know what happened. They fell off the bridge. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, it had potential. It had the potential. It had potential, and that's what I everything has potential. Potential, you know what potential means? It means I haven't done shit yet. But you can. (laughs) Yeah. Like I have the potential to be the most, just the most leanest, fittest man on the planet. But yeah, but (laughs) but I'm not. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, and <laughs> that's you know, potential. These two next two movies have the potential to reshape my whole feeling for the whole Avon Galeon universe. I think the um, next two, in my personal opinion, are some of the most beautiful anime movies ever made, and beautiful in a very specific way. It's not like looking at the Sistine Chapel. It's like jarring and depth and horror horrible and horror-esque but also like this magnificent triumph of like imagination like i I really think they're very very well done movies they're masterpieces in my opinion well you set the bar high huh so we'll 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 see i i don't know about i mean everyone has a title to their own opinion and that could be a masterpiece for you but it was it's definitely really good (laughs) <laughs> you're like um and it's like bar. a nine five out of ten okay and okay, you're calling it an 11 yeah you said masterpiece so masterpiece okay so there's a masterpiece is like 11 masterpiece yes. is 11 yes out of 10 master- yeah exactly exactly and i'm like <laughs> I, i'm glad like right? i felt like josh is trying to like say hey it's good like so i don't fall like you know what i mean you set the bar that high well, and then, also, I said in my opinion. So right, let's, true, let's true, you know. True. Very true. But I didn't just recently watch Evangelion a few years ago. I was first exposed mm, to it when I moved away to college in 2010. Like, obviously, I didn't watch it when it first aired. But, like, I was doing the whole let me torrent a bunch of series and watch them for the first time. That's where I watched, you know, Xavier Renegade Angel for the first time. But yeah, it was a show I torrented and watched all on my laptop. And I was like, what the actual hell is this? And it's amazing. So to recap, listeners and Josh, you're less than because you just did this two years ago. I'm so. just trying to say that I have more of a, an attachment to the series. <laughs> what, and then I'm less than than that. So 
Well, you're but, just but, the pleb that we're trying to bring up to the higher <laughs> echelons of society. It's like it's like if we go get a homeless person, we're like, check out the Mona Lisa. He's is like, that, oh, so this is a nice painting. Can you get me some food now? Like, that's Zach, what. How much can Zach, I sell that for? I need to get a hamburger. Is, Zach is like the angel at the end of the series of the, of the show where he's like, <laughs> oh, yes. Zach, Zach and Junior, you are worthy of my grace. <laughs> <laughs> I guess until next week, guys, unless there's any other things we want to touch on. No, man, fuckers, just just know that uh, you are worthy of our grace. <laughs> <laughs>